Welcome back to Specialty Coffee Talk, where we talk high-quality coffee in a low-quality way. I'm your host, Philip Coe, and uh, with me today is a very enthusiastic individual. You know him well. He's back in the saddle, because I'm a cowboy. Anyway, uh, so glad to have him back. Eric is here with us today. Grab a cup of coffee, put a smile on your face, and open up your ears for another conversation. Eric, you're here. I am 100% here. Are you enthusiastic? You know what? Today, my enthusiasm is right at the tipping point. I've been enthusiastic about coffee for so long today that I'm starting to come down so that I can go to bed. Oh, yes. The caffeine high is wearing off. It's wearing, it is wearing thin. Uh, there have been many, many hours of work this past week, uh, very limited hours of the sleep, and high amounts of caffeine to make sure that I evened out a bit. Awesome. Well, um, you know that we are always here on Specialty Coffee Talk to do just that. Talk Specialty Coffee. So, <laughs> let's get let's get into it. You... Uh, last week, was it? You were, you were on a, a, uh, sabbatical. a t- sabbatical from, from work for how long was that? It was, uh, overnight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so you were on a sabbatical overnight yes. and you went to a few coffee shops and I would like to hear about them, your experiences, um, just share with them how excited you sounded pretty excited about it. Yeah. So, um, one of the first ones we checked out lofty coffee <laughs> sounds a little unattainable there i just the name so just unreachable out of reach yeah like maybe up in the clouds a little bit um yeah but they uh they were pretty cool and the shop they had there i think it was like in del mar or just north of there along the coast in the san diego region um it was uh pretty beautiful um a beautiful and so i got a chai tea latte for the wife as i am wont to do and i myself as it was early morning when i went got a cappuccino where you can taste some of the espresso taste the milk see a little latte art if that's your dig and it was fun like really really cool i hate saying vibes but i mean it's whatever the atmosphere was very cool um and it was i mean it was really fun so Overall experience was great. Um, I went there pretty early, and the coffee was fine. They had this description of a a Costa Rica that they were selling, and the description read, and I will tell you exactly what it said. It says, uh, fruity, berries, intensely sweet. And, of course, after reading that, I could not help but to purchase a bag. Now... I do want to talk a little bit about, as we have mentioned before, that man, they're, I mean, obviously when they list notes, they're not trying to not sell their coffee beans and maybe they go a little overboard sometimes. I I mean, I would like to interject here. Yes, please interject. Um, Those notes to me, that sounds like on the... You you know how we we always talk about the extreme side. That sounds like on a, like an actual yeah. real 
thing. Like uh, that actually makes sense. Yes. Like that is, I respect them for saying that about the coffee. Yes. And if it had tasted like the, that Ethiopia Kacher that we had had, uh, which it was exactly that, which we thought tasted like fruity pebbles and sugary sweetness, then I would totally agree with that assessment. I feel that they overshot when they say intense, and this could just be my failure as a brew brew master here. Uh, my brew method may have been incorrect. The extraction, but the extraction tasted like it tasted very balanced. The cup was balanced, um, but the sweetness. Just not very, not very strong on the sweet. There's a very light, I would say, kind of brown sugar sweetness in there. But it wasn't that intense. And they specifically described it as intensely sweet. So I was expecting, like, let's finish, you know, like that coffee when you finish it off and you have that lingering sugar cane on your tongue? Like yes. that, that experience? Mm -hmm. I think you mentioned a coffee like that recently. Yes. Where, where was it from? That is uh, the Ethiopia I got, the Ethiopia Gedeb I got from Clatch. Oh, my word. I heard that one's incredible. I actually got to try some tonight, and boy, was it good. It was good, right? I would actually lean more toward the brown sugar tonight because I think it came out a little more syrupy on the... It was tasty. It was very tasty, though. Um, anyways, and that all that to say, I don't know. It was delicious. And when I say delicious, I am not intending to say delicious about the Ethiopia, which it was. The Costa Rica from Lofty was good. I just feel like it wasn't what was advertised. And that's the part that always, I guess sometimes they nail it so directly. But I know, and like, but tasting these things, the gustatory experience, gustatory, gustatory. Um, is obviously with the involvement of your olfactory senses, right? Yes. Um, it's, it's different for everybody. And there's obviously going to be notes that everybody tastes, I guess, but then there's going to be, you know, nuances that are in individual palates and all that. Um, I just feel like it didn't match up with what they said. I got like a lot of lemon and some brown sugar and that kind of flavor, but I didn't get the other stuff. So that's what made me a little bit disappointed. Um, but all that to say, like, I'm not, I'm not, um, Pause it. The, the experience was good. Their shop's cool. The baristas were nice. They weren't, like, snotty. They actually were helpful, uh, which is always uh, an experience that I love, unlike a recent experience at Bertola. <clears throat> wow. Naming uh, names. I, you know Holy cow. I usually wouldn't drop it, but, like, six times the charm, and I'm just <laughs> a little irked. But anyway. Have you been there that many times? That was, yeah, and... It was, it's one of those situations where the wife, um, after the third time, and she hears me like complain and whine after getting the and the experience and the, the drink and the whole thing, and it's like, ah. And then she's like, why do you still go there? And so the next time we have the opportunity, I'm like, oh, Portola's right here. I'll try that. She's like, you already have. You're not allowed to go there anymore. And so then, of course, I go with when she's not with me. And I gave it another shot, no. And the fifth time, no. And then this last time, I went with our friend, I think Elijah's been on Specialty Coffee Talk before, and we went together, and it's just, got this, like, snotty girl, and she's just, like, it's just, like, rude. She's just rude, unnecessarily. Um, and just kind of, like, talking down. Instead of making coffee, like, an interesting, fun thing and accessible, she was all about, I guess, showing 
how much better she was uh, at understanding it, and uh, I, I don't know than us. And I don't, like I don't understand the point of that. I guess. But anyways, I'm getting I'm getting so sidetracked because I'm heated. I'm enthusiastically negative. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think a different episode. We'll go down the road of of uh, coffee shops um, that we want to just blast because they're jerks. And I mean, I have uh, <laughs> I have one in particular. I actually said something about them tonight because of how annoyed they, I am at them. But uh, we'll do that another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be yeah. And I mean, at least I mean, a definitely episode would be like, hey, what like coffee shops? Here's what you could do differently that would in, in uh, improve your customer experience, right? Because we go in as customers. We don't own a coffee shop. We go in as customers all over the place. And so we have a lot of varied experiences with coffee shops. And we can tell you what's working and what's not. And boy, are there some things that are not working that you keep doing. And it really sucks, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, the whole, like, uh, we're going to get bogged down in the subject. But yeah. the whole, like, the whole point of, like, coffee in yeah. in my opinion is is the sharing and experiencing mm-hmm. uh something and then being able to share that with other people yeah. and for some reason uh a whole level of i know more about this than you comes into play for some reason with certain places apparently yeah it seems like it's like baked into their i like every barista there is this way and it's just so it's so unnecessary and like coffee for for us it's a it's a community it's something where you know i was really into and then i was like hey philip try this and now okay now we're both really into it and then we get another friend another now we've got a group of you know six to ten people that are really close to us that weren't into coffee before that are now and it's a it's a community building a friendship building an experiential thing that you get to enjoy together and then you go to these shops, and instead of making you feel like, hey, we're a part of this big coffee community, a community of people that like enjoy tasting these new and different and varied things, you feel so just put out. Ugh. We're discovering new subjects to talk about as yeah. we speak, because yeah. now we can, just like from that rant, the amount of... Uh, like the amount of importance that mm. <laughs> that this one drink has had in bringing us together with people has become like an emotional thing now, mm. right? And so it's like <laughs> it's so weird yeah. that it has become that important that it's like a thing that has brought us closer to our friends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shared experiences are always that way, and whether it's a shared experience as a part of maybe a religious group. A shared experience as a part of somebody that enjoys a sports team or just sports in general, maybe. You like there's different levels of connectivity and this is just a different one. Like, hey, we all enjoy this drink, we all try it, we all want to learn about it. Um so I mean it makes tons of sense, but man, anyways, so back to Lofty. Are you okay if I go back to Lofty? Please, please go back to Lofty. Um coffee shops. What's the deal, bro? Yes. Coffee's about all of us wanting to taste something incredible let's keep it that way and uh make it easy for people to do and not be a jerk okay back to lofty yeah exactly and making it accessible like you do on the show bro anyways geez louise um lofty coffee so they did a great job um i think so overall coffee shop the atmosphere were really really cool like really cool really beautiful open air seating kind of a, just really cool vibe to it and 
So that was really enjoyable. My cappuccino was great. It wasn't like extraordinary. It wasn't special. Like where we go to Bear Coast and we're like, wow, the clarity on this shot of espresso is stupid. It wasn't like that. Um, it was just Solid. stupid good. Yes, yeah, stupid good. Because Jeff from Bear Coast is the man. And he trains his people really well. And dials in that coffee like a... Um, so check it out. Bear Coast Coffee, San Clemente, California. If you're ever in the area, it's amazing. Check it out. Um, so yeah, Lofty, it was great. And it was a cool experience. And like their chai tea latte, they made their, you know, their own tea in-house, their own chai mix in-house, their own, like they made all the ingredients in-house, all the, it was really cool. So it was fun to taste like a real, like crafted uh, drink and kind of their expression of it. And that was cool. And so I sipped my wife's drink and then gave it to her and was like, oh, no, of course, honey, I didn't drink all of this. Um, but my cappuccino was good too. And then we got to go to James coffee later on. Now, James coffee is very cool. Uh, I, they're just, they're just awesome. And they're very, so they're like what we were just talking about. They're very friendly. So they have these big signs that tell you the pour overs. I mean, big, you know, um, let's say a foot, uh, wide by two feet tall. And that has, um, the country of origin and the varietal and what you're going to taste in it, what you should taste and how much it is just in these huge signs that are sitting up by the front. So you have no question like you, you wouldn't be like, Oh, what's a pour over? What's it going to taste like? What's it like? You can just look and see, and it's very friendly, very open. And then you look at the wall and they actually on the wall have descriptions of every drink that they make cold brew, what it is. It tells you right there. If you're somebody that's not into coffee, you can look at the wall, and now you're up to speed with everybody. It's very accessible. That's really cool. It's very cool. It's um, it's impressive. Um, so the experience there was fantastic. It's it's a really interesting setup they have. You go through a bunch of little little stores on the sides. You kind of enter a long hallway, big open space divided into little cubicles each side and you walk down the center and at the end of this little it leads into this grand uh entryway i guess of james coffee and it's just this cool place it's, it's set up really well it's very open very welcoming their coffee was really good i got the costa rica sonora um yeah. and it was it was super tasty um the notes in there were pretty pretty close to what they said they were going to be as far as what i got um, you know, the prices were reasonable. The staff were friendly. I asked them questions like a little brew ratio questions, that kind of stuff. And they were like super helpful. Um, and it was just a great experience. It was awesome. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. I actually really want to go there now. Yeah. You big jerk. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're killing it. I would, I would highly recommend if you're in San Diego, they've got, I think two shops and it's worth it. Go, go check it out. You're going to love it. So you bought a bag of coffee from Lofty, didn't you? I did. Yes. And what was that coffee? The coffee that I bought yes. from Lofty was a Costa Rica. And I am totally blanking on where in Costa Rica. But it was a Costa Rica. Was it Sonora? It wasn't Sonora. But that, that is the one I got from James Coffee. Um, the Costa Rica. And I can't... It was not the Don Alley. Uh, uh, where's the other place? It wasn't a micro. It was, I, I don't think. Man. I have no idea. Yeah, I can't remember. But, it was, yeah, so it turned out pretty good. I've still got it, and now it's about 10 days old. 
Um, I know some people are like super, oh, you know, only from five to eight days or I'll drink it, whatever. Um, I, we've had, we've had coffee that tasted good at 25 days after. I mean, it really just depends on the coffee, right? Like there's no hard and fast rule about that stuff. I mean, yeah, well, I, I would hope, I would hope that coffee shops would hold a hard and fast rule. Oh yeah. yeah. Personally for my drinking, obviously I'm not like just buying i can't i can't afford to buy coffee every single five days so i'm gonna you know be holding on to that stuff and drinking it for a while and i've had really good coffee over 30 days that's true and i mean you can taste it's old yeah but it still has really good flavor yeah and while there's still that that old there's that like specific old flavor that comes in but like the majority of it still tastes good yes and it's like it's not something that's not you it's like oh i can't overcome this or this coffee is completely undrinkable whereas you could go to 7-eleven and find that no issue yeah and uh but yeah no you can drink high quality stuff will last for a really long time um anyway so yes the beans they're from costa rica and they were good and i'm expecting i'm gonna try them again i actually don't have them with me I left them somewhere, but I'm going to try them again on Sunday uh, with a bunch of friends, and I'm sure it'll taste good. And, yeah, let you know. Uh, you should save some for me so I can try it. I will definitely probably do that. Sweet. So I want to talk to you because you brought up this very good thing, and, and we want to give a shout-out to Clatch because Clatch is a – we love Clatch. We're we big do. fans. We're fans. We're big fans. Yeah. No, and um, we actually got to go check out. They had the the barista champ um, prelims here at um, the one in Rancho Cucamonga, California. It was one of, I believe, six that took place across, across the country, and one of them was right here. So I got to go and kind of be a fly on the wall and watch the process and everything. But yeah, they're they're big on the coffee culture, but they're very approachable, and they're they even just like they started this new menu they call it i think it's called no limits or the unlimited or where they're just trying different stuff like new and interesting kind of fourth wave coffee experiences and they're not kind of like oh if you want your coffee with sugar then we're going to judge you or oh you add half and half how dare you what's wrong with you they just make coffee for people to like but then they also make really quality for the specialty stuff for us snobs to enjoy so they get they hit the best best of both worlds so i'm i'm impressed with them i like them i actually went on my way home today from work and got a freda which is what they call their flash brew um and i haven't looked into that enough we're assuming it's like the italian name for it or whatever but they got freda it's a v60 over ice um which is just like our flash brew that we make and the lady, I was asking her all kinds of questions, like, oh, yeah. and we just had a great conversation, and she did, she agreed, and she was training this uh, person, this new employee, and he was the one that actually did my drink. It turned out great, because she was standing right there telling him exactly what to do, and, I mean, it was just awesome, and she was talking to me about brew ratios and how we do this and that, and it was really fun, positive experience. Like the way that you should talk to people that are in your coffee shop about coffee? Exactly, yes. So I also had a really good experience at Clatch. Um, about two weeks ago, after work, I was in Rancho, and I went to uh, the Clatch over there, and uh, Q 
came in, grabbed a bag of beans. I was like, you know what? I want to try this. I, I rarely get a chance to um, buy coffee from Clatch, so I took it, um, you know, up to the cash, reg cash register. She rings it up, and so I just started talking to the to the young woman standing behind the register there about um, to about the coffee. She's like, and so we were just talking like, how do you make a, um, you know, how do you make your freda? I ordered a Freda and, a, and I got the bag of beans. Like, how do you make your Freda? Blah blah blah. So they were explaining to me um, what they do, um, and then we just started talking about like uh, we started talking about what we like to taste in coffee, like our favorite regions and stuff. And uh, the person actually making my drink, I think, is uh, one of um, what's his name, the guy who owns Clatch. Do you oh, know his name? I'm blanking. Right. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think it's one of his daughters. Mike something. Clatch? Mike. <laughs> no, his last name's not Clatch. But anyway, he, uh, I, I believe it was one of his daughters who, they're both just really good at making coffee. They're like really good. Um, I think she made it, but she was talking to me about how, what she likes in coffee and it was like this really awesome interaction. Um, so highly recommend that. And I think the cool part about this story, which I'm not, not criticizing what you said, um, is maybe the coolest part to me is the part that you left out, which is she totally has a complete opposite preference in coffee flavor than you do. She does. And she didn't try to shove her, this is what I like in coffee in your face or anything, right? No, no, it was like, uh, you know, she saw I had the bag of beans. The girl asked if I wanted her to grind it up for me. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I've, you know, I can do that at home. And she started laughing. She was like, yeah, you seem like you know about coffee. And so then she asked me kind of what I prefer. Um, and so we started talking about it. And this young woman, who I believe is one of Mike's daughters, uh, was like, hey, you know, I really like, you know, like these weird, like, bell pepper, tomato-y, weird flavors. And, and if you guys have listened to this this podcast or, or on Anchor, you know that I'm not not a big fan. No, and yeah, and then it doesn't, like it doesn't say anything about her being really good at making coffee or not. It just, like she has a preference for, she likes probably because she's drank so much of it and it's such an abnormal flavor to find. So she looks for that. And that's what she likes, is that really earthy, you know, tomato, basil, bell pepper stuff, which is really interesting, because that's one of my first, ex my very first experience with my friend Brian, the coffee that we got, it tasted like a tomato soup. And that was the very first experience with specialty coffee I had, where I was like, there's no way a this is just coffee. It can't taste like that. And then... It was just coffee, and it did taste like that. It was incredible. It just blew my mind. I mean, it's not what I... Like, I really don't want to taste soup, but um, it's incredible. The variety of what you can taste in coffee is just... It's amazing. Coffee is fantastic. I hope that uh, our, our cast, uh, what we've been talking about, encourages you to love coffee more, to go out and uh, share those experiences with your friends, with people you know, uh, build better relationships. It's actually true what they say, even though it is a cliche. It's fun to share experiences with your friends. Create. No, I won't say it. Uh, so fun to be able to do that. 
Um, thank you for listening to Specialty Coffee Talk. It's great to have you go out, drink some coffee, put on a smile, and we'll see you next time for another conversation. Hey guys, quick note. Um, so this is Eric, and I'm speaking as a representative from Bowtie Cold Brew Coffee, which is the small coffee company that my brother and I started and kind of run and sell coffee to our friends, a few shops in the local area. And we want to help out. We're, we've, we've seen the devastation over in Houston, uh, 42,000 people um, surviving in shelters right now untold thousands displaced um 38 deaths deaths reported so far i mean just uh insanity going on over there and so we want to do something about it we're all of our six packs that we're going to sell which is twenty dollars for a six pack of cold brew there's a 12 ounce bottles um we're selling them and all of the proceeds are going to go straight to um charity of choice which is most likely the Red Cross going to research that a little bit, but so a hundred percent. So if you spend that 20 bucks, you'll get some cold brew and you'll know that your 20 bucks is going to most likely the Red Cross and, but at least going to the relief efforts over there. So it's kind of a win-win situation. You help us, um, be able to, to give more to that relief, uh, situation. And you also get to try some really good cold brew. See if you like it. Um, give it to your friends if you don't drink some, but anyways, that's just an option. So we'll put a link in on this anchor right here. We'll put a little link to the Instagram. You can DM us, or you could actually through anchor, if you contact Philip on, uh, this station right here and just say that you want to order a six pack. This is, this offer is good just for the local Southern California area, um, simply because we don't have the logistics as far as shipping it out all over the nation, but if that's something you're interested in, uh, we'd love you to come along. We're just trying to raise some money that we can send over for relief efforts. So please consider it, and thank you very much.